Hello, and welcome to Divine Chaos, the podcast where we are learning to live awake. We're exploring psychological blocks that get in the way, and we're leaning into the divine chaos of this jacked up journey that is our life. I'm Janine Miller Delaney, and here is my co host, colleague in psychotherapy, friend, and spiritual sojourner, Ruth Friend. We invite you into this moment in space where we can take some time to release, at least for a while, all of our judgments and expectations of ourselves. Come here into this holy instant with us and just breathe here, now, and remember you are exactly as love created you. There is nothing you need to do or fix. This is your time to just be and breathe here with us and with love itself. Hello, welcome back to Divine Chaos. I'm happy to get to share another reflection with you. While Ruth is on a bit of a hiatus for a while um, and dealing with kind of family stressors and joys and joys and challenges at this time, but hopefully she'll get to join me again soon. I have been wondering how I might use some of my own personal teachable moments here recently to share with all of you. It's it's kind of a challenge for me to be so vulnerable on kind of a public platform, but I'm learning that that really there is nothing any of us need to hide. And the more that we can be transparent with ourselves and just open to bringing all of our our pain and struggles to love, the more we're just clearing the blocks to our awareness of love's presence and our awareness of how worthy we are to receive all of the abundant gifts that love would have for us. So with a little bit of trepidation, I'll share um, kind of a recent experience that has prompted me to do some more emotional work. I think I'm doing a lot of this sharing actually on these podcasts, but I'm, I'm learning to look at all these, you know, from a counseling perspective, we kind of call these triggers. Like these are these are the things that pull up feeling memories from the past that were unresolved. And so it, so when something that we call like a trigger is like an emotion that all of a sudden you just find yourself feeling intense emotion about, or maybe panic or fear or whatever, it just really robs you of your peace from a counseling perspective, it is, it's like calling up old feeling memories that have been unresolved, but I'm learning to shift that a little bit more. Yes. It's giving us the opportunity to resolve the unresolved grief. And from another lens, it's giving us the opportunity to clear the ego defenses that are blocking us from seeing our truth. By ego defenses, I mean, I'm seeing more and more what a course, what Jesus in A Course in Miracles shares is that when we are looking through the lens of the ego, we're only seeing the past. 
there's a workbook exercise where you just really meditate on that. I see only the past. And I might have brought this up before, but as you find yourself kind of in the throes of an emotional trigger, something that all of a sudden is intense and you just didn't expect it, you can begin to ask yourself, okay, so how did my, how is my ego like bringing up the lens of the past and where is it slanted the storyline so that I end up judging others or judge and ultimately judging myself within this storyline and ultimately then down even deeper telling myself I'm not worthy of love's presence or the abundant gifts that are here for me. I feel like this might be a little bit complicated, so I'm just going to use my teachable moment to help you kind of process for yourself when you have emotional triggers or something intense come up for you. And you might think right now, as I share this, is there something that's kind of lurking beneath the surface for you that you're ignoring? Or is there something that's very obvious that's upsetting to you right now? Maybe you can kind of do this work with me as I invite you into my journey. So yesterday I was having a very a peaceful day, had a wonderful morning meditation, got to join in a really lovely discussion with some really beautiful women on concepts of love and faith and Course in Miracles. Uh, and I was excited to see that I had missed a call from my son, one of my boys. And so I called him back right away after that. And he wanted to share with me, he was coming from a place of love that he was going to be in town. He's far away. He lives in another state. And he was going to be in town for a trip with his dad's side of the family for a full week, but he didn't want me to feel hurt that they didn't have time. And he didn't really get into the details of it, but what the logistics would be that they hadn't really made plans to spend time with myself and my husband during that trip. And my ego pulled up the past. And while I was trying to hold it together as he shared this with me, um, my heart was just breaking. So after we hung up, you know, I had this intense emotion. I realized I'd not had such intense emotion since his dad and I had split up. I don't even know how many years ago that was. A very, very long time ago. Uh, so, so the unresolved stuff, this is a good example which I've learned, you know, time and time again, there are always, if there are unresolved pieces, it will come up within your felt sense, within your feeling memories, as if the pain was just yesterday, as if the loss had just happened. And that is what caught me off guard so powerfully was how intense my emotion was of it. And my ego, of course, was slanting it all and feeling so betrayed and so abandoned that they wouldn't make this time for us. And, and I was partially aware that this somehow was 
this was not like my emotional reaction was not necessarily fitting to the situation. And so while I tr started to text him several times to share my very painful hurt response, I luckily stopped myself because I knew I would regret anything I said in that moment. And, and so, you know, as I was able to kind of step back and recognize, okay, so this is an opportunity for me to go deeper. This is an opportunity for me to look at the unresolved grief and the ego, the messages I bought into by the ego that created such pain. So as I allowed myself to sit with the emotion of it and ask myself, what, what was this calling up a feeling memory of and bringing this to love, I was able to recognize uh, something so powerful which was that it was pulling up the feeling memories of my divorce and the work I had not done, which was the separation from my children, feeling ripped apart from my children. You know, that for any of you who have experienced separation or divorce and you have kids, you know, just the deep pain of all of a sudden not having your kids with you 24-7, having to share, having to have these spaces where suddenly your life revolved around them and then suddenly they were not with you um, with you know shared parenting arrangements this was a piece of the work for me i guess i had not done although i eh, i think if i'm honest with myself i'd not done that grief work and as i went deeper i could start to sense that i had in some way judged myself at a deeper level. Like if I, sh if I had been better, if I'd been able to fix this, then I wouldn't have had this loss. I wouldn't have had to be parted from my children. So, you know, I kind of had to let myself sit with that grief and bring it to love. And it was interesting, the shift that then began to happen gradually I began to, you know, be able to hear love speak to me and ask for, you know, what is the truth? Because my ego is just pulling up the past. So it's not looking at the present situation. It's pulling up the past and it's pulling up the grief of the mistaken ego message that I bought into. So when you're having such intense emotion, intense emotion, ask yourself, you know, where am I seeing the past in this? Where is the ego pulling up something from the past? Because when there is pain, it's not necessarily usually in the present moment that the, that the trigger is about. It's really the past that the ego is pulling up. So as I was able to sit with this and say, in love, what's the truth about this? What would you have me hear? Well, one of the, the beautiful messages I started to hear was, well, of course you know he loves you. Why would he have called and had concern for your feelings about this if he didn't love you? And you did just have a wonderful long weekend together and had some really wonderful quality time. So, you know, 
it's understandable that logistically with all the traveling he's needing to do that this could get complicated for him. But to hear, to allow love to remind me, this isn't about not being loved. This isn't about not being worthy. And I think so often for so many of us, there are, these things are linked. So there's grief and there's old messages that we've bought into that were not true. And then ultimately it usually gets down to some level of believing then that we are not worthy of receiving the gifts that love would have for us because somehow we're guilty for whatever the scenario is. So as I was sitting in meditation this morning, I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with on my website at theheartsway.org, I have a, a comma process that it was really kind of the pathway that love itself had brought to me to be able to get to that space of really fully joining with love itself and and being really truly in the holy instant just free of the past free of the judgments free of the expectations and at the very beginning as we start before we go into the meditation i have a writing that i begin with and so i want to share this with all of you and kind of go deeper now into this worthy concept. I am worthy now of this, of being here with you, with love. I am worthy now of this, just breathing here with you. I am worthy now in this holy instant free of judgment and expectation, only this, only me, and one with everything. I am worthy here and now, as I am. Nothing to prove, nothing to do, only being life itself, breathing with love itself knowing itself. Here, now, I am worthy. I think a lot of people, and I've had, I've had folks share with me, that even beginning to do this process is difficult just, just to read this, this meditation, you know, to acknowledge I am worthy now is difficult. And I think so often we do, we forget that we are worthy. And we tell ourselves we're not based on ego messages that have been pulled up from the past. And it might, you know, if you trace, trace back your grief, trace back the triggers, you know, it, it may go back to a loss. It might go back to how the ego has slanted a divorce, or it might go back even further, back to childhood abuse, or who knows, a 
a comment from a parent, from a coach, an experience in school. But at some level, most of us, it's, it's few of us, I think, that is, escape from those messages of at some point feeling unworthy or buying into the ego's messages that we somehow are unworthy. And to go back even further, the guilt perhaps that we feel because we've allowed ourselves to buy into the message that we are separate from from God, from love itself, that somehow we've been abandoned, which is all, you know, ego deception. Then, but those are messages then that we start to slant and allow ourselves to think, I'm not worthy. And what if I consider, you know, what if I allow myself to bring whatever grief that is, wherever we bought into that message from the past, what if we bring that to love itself and allow ourselves to be open to hear and to receive love's message that we are worthy? What if love is trying to say to you right now, you are so worthy of my love. You are worthy of all the gifts that I would have for you. I noticed that I was, you know, taking so often on my walks, I was asking love, you know, what is it you would have me hear? What else would you have me know? And here recently, it's been interesting because I have consistently heard love's response to say, I would have you just be with me. And quite honestly, I started to get a little bit annoyed by this response because my ego is always wanting me to dissect things, to find words, to analyze. And here love's telling me, no, it's time to stop thinking now. It's time to just let yourself be with me. And I had given myself some time to just practice just being with love, to let the mind be still, which is what we do in meditation. And I, I had decided just to sit on my back deck just the other morning, and I just allowed myself just to breathe in the morning air, just take in the vibrant colors and just let my mind be still. And then I just let the melodies of the birds just wash over me, and I was able to just really more fully sink into the presence of love surrounding me. And as my mind began to still, I heard love explain this a little further to me. I heard love say, every moment that you are in the holy instant, you are awakening to the truth that is always true. Yes, the ego creates the script, the timeline, the world you think you see. But as you learn to dwell only and simply with me, then does your awareness of our reality return. Thus, when you ask for answers and knowledge, I say, just be with me. The thinking mind cannot comprehend the truths of my kingdom. For the thinking mind cannot comprehend a love and light that shines from within. 
extending itself eternally into infinity. Ah, in that in that moment, as I allowed myself to just absorb the truth of this message, and I let my mind be still. So I was letting go of the past. I was staying fully present with love right there with me. In that holy instant, there wasn't a past. There were no ego messages telling me I was unworthy. And there wasn't any worry about the future. It was just right there in that moment. And that's when I felt the lens of my vision begin to shift. It was as though a picture of that holy instant suddenly was just illuminated with a filter that brought it all to life in a way I'd not seen before. And suddenly I was no longer seeing a world created by the ego. I realized I was seeing truth. And it was coming from within me. And that was something my thinking mind had never before conceived. So in that moment, I really was experiencing heaven right there. I was experiencing the effects of being free of the ego. So to bring this full circle, you know, when this, when these emotional triggers and these intense feelings come up, instead of judging ourselves and going, oh crap, why am I here again? What if we look at it as an opportunity to clear away yet one more block created by the ego? that keeps us from seeing the truth of love's presence right here with us? What if we look at it as an opportunity to realize that I can bring this to love, that I can take this dark feeling and I can bring it to the light and I can see things I've been missing. I can see how heaven is here right now. In A Course in Miracles, there's a wonderful quote in, in the text, and I'm just going to read it to you. And it's so, so powerful to me. The holy instant is the Holy Spirit's most useful learning device for teaching you love's meaning. For its purpose is to suspend judgment entirely. Judgment always rests on the past. For past experience is the basis on which you judge. Judgment becomes impossible without the past. For without it, you do not understand anything. You would make no attempt to judge because it would be quite apparent to you that you don't know what anything means. You're afraid of this because you believe that without the ego, all would be chaos. Yet I assure you that without the ego, all would be love. That's the truth that we get to experience. The more we allow ourselves to go into the grief, 
for as hard as this work is, you know, to unpack the lie, the deceitful message that we were taught by the ego that ultimately leads to blocking us from realizing how worthy we are to receive the, the love and the joy and the gifts and the abundance. It's all right here for us right now. Love is calling each of us to just be with itself because it, God wants us to know that you don't have to live in the past anymore. You can just come right here into this holy instant with me. Let your thinking mind be still. And then you're going to awaken to a love and a light that shines from within. You're going to see everything in a whole new way. And that's how you're going to break free from the pain and from the suffering that's created by all these ego messages. So a therapy takeaway for today. Give yourself some time, some grace, some compassion. Don't be so hard on yourself when intense emotions come up. Just look at it like it's another opportunity to clear away just one more block that's keeping you from knowing your truth, from knowing the truth that's always true. And let yourself do the work. Show up for you. Bring the grief to love. And the spiritual takeaway, miracles await us as we keep clearing the blocks because that's where we start to realize we're worthy to receive so much more than our egos have let us so far receive. So may you give yourself permission to pause and just be in the here and now, in the holy instant. Just be with love itself and let, let love love you.